When Yaakov Avinu goes in front of his father Yitzchak to receive the brachos, Yitzchak calls for him to approach his bed. As Yaakov comes and approaches his father and he kisses him, the Pasuk says that Yitzchak smells the fragrance of his garments and he notices that there's a wonderful smell and he gives him a bracha, There's a wonderful smell, the smell of Gan Eden that is on these begadim. As Rashi explains, usually goat hairs would have you know, an offensive odor. But when Yitzchak smells Yaakov, he smells the reach of Gan Eden. And if it seems from the careful analysis and the reading of the Pesukim is that the smell was coming specifically from the Begadim, it was from the garments that this wonderful smell of Gan Eden was coming. Now the question is, what is this role of these garments? Why do these garments smell like Gan Eden? So the Mepharshim explained that these Begadim belong to Esav. Esav had stolen them from Nimrod, and Nimrod had obtained these Begadim from Adam HaRishon. Adam HaRishon had gotten these Begadim in Gan Eden, and because they were in Gan Eden, even though he was banished and exiled from Gan Eden, there was still a wonderful smell which lingers all the way down to Esav, and eventually this is what goes into Yitzchak's nose. If you think about the concept that Begadim can have a wonderful smell of Gan Eden, there's a tremendous sense of irony. Because what was the role of the garments in Gan Eden? Why was Adam Arishon turning to garments at all? The Pasuk says because he was trying to cover up his sin. He was embarrassed. He, know he, had, he, knew, he knew he did the wrong thing and he's trying to hide. The Pasuk says he's trying to hide. He's trying to hide from sin. So there's a clear association between Begadim and Chet. So how can it be that the thing itself, which is associated with Chet, the Begadim, is what brings about the smell of Gan Eden into the Reach, which we have in front of us, even though we're not in Gan Eden. How can such a thing be? It's the begadim which the smell, the good smell lingers at. So we say every single day, we give a bracha to Baruch HaTashem and we say, Hashem is Malbish Arumim. And the Gemara and Sota tells us it's the greatest act, it's the first great act of Chesed that we see in the Torah, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu clothed man and Chava inside in Gan Eden. Why was it such a great, great act of Chesed? So the Vonagon explains the ideas as follows. Because when Adam and Chava had sinned, they felt a sense of shame. They weren't just trying to cover up, like hide it, pretend it didn't exist. The idea of covering up was that they weren't comfortable with themselves. They recognized that they wanted to be better. When, a, when the soul wants to be covered up, what it means is that they feel the, being, the taint, how, how much sin has tainted the, them. And what they want to do is make sure that the Neshama still has a chance. So they try to cover up the sin. It comes from a deeper desire to be real, to be transparent, to want the neshama to be able to shine forth again. And as long as the sin is there, the neshama feels like it needs to be covered. It doesn't feel perfectly comfortable anymore. So the desire to cover up, it doesn't mean to hide and pretend it didn't happen, but the opposite. It's a desire to be something better. We cover things up. The reason we have shame is because deep down, we know we can be better than that. And when HaKadosh Baruch Hu reaches out to Adam and Chava after their weak attempts to use some fig leaves to cover themselves, he gives them real clothes. What HaKadosh Baruch Hu is doing is he's saying, it's okay. And not only am I with you before you sin, I'm with you after your sin. I'm going to help you cover it up. I'm going to be with you within your struggle itself of trying to be better, even when you feel tainted by sin. That's the great chesed of HaKadosh Baruch Hu being Mal B'Sharumim. So 100%, Begadim, it's a totally associated with sin. But it's also associated that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is with us, and even though we're going to get kicked out of Gan Eden, we're going to be exiled, they're still going to have a good smell. And that's the power of smell. Smell is the intangible, the thing that can linger behind. It doesn't require substance. We don't have to be in Gan Eden, but the smell of like Gan Eden, that can exist even on our clothes. And that's exactly what Yitzchak is smelling. The great thing, that the, the, the bracha that he sees in this is that even when a Jew strays, even when a Jew fails, even when we sin, but we still have have wonderful smell and that can never be
taken away from us because we all have as Jews this deep sense of shame, a good type of busha. Not where we just are hard on ourselves for no reason, but where we have always a desire to be better. The Gemara in Sanhedrin points out that the word begadim is very closely related to the word bogdim, sinners. And the Gemara derives from the fact that Yitzchak smelled the reach of begadim, that we see from here that even the worst sinners in Klai Yisrael smell good. That's exactly the, con- the concept. Yaakov is wearing Esau's begadim, and this wonderful smell is coming off of those clothes, which came from the cover-up of the original sin of man, when our Kaddish Baruch Hu was Malbush Arumim, and he helps us cover it up, because he's with us in the Avedah of trying to be better, even when we slip up.